I am Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre show. This is the Wednesday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, Jordan B. Peterson, kind of bombs on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah! So my man Jordan B. Peterson went on the Joe Rogan show. He's done quite a few of these. And I was looking forward to this so much. And he kind of bombed. This really was not what I was expecting at all. If I had my money on anyone to smash a Joe Rogan show, it would have been Jordan B. Peterson. And it's a shame that he didn't because we had Peter McCullough smashing the Joe Rogan show this year. We had Dr. Malone. And then I was thinking, man, Peterson's going to come along. And on top of the professional medical angle on Arona K. Iris Bay, we're going to get Jordan B. Peterson re-entering the culture war. He's been very vocal on Twitter about Arona K. Iris Bay, And I thought he'll give the philosophical and kind of moral edge on the argument to really finish it off once and for all. But I didn't get any of that shit. None of it at all. So, I mean, look. I'll be honest, I'm doing a lot of Joe Rogan videos recently and it's because they get fucking loads of hits. I used to be a journalist back in the day and the editor used to say, yeah, you've got to cover the story that gets the most hits. And Joe Rogan stuff gets a lot of hits, but I mean, he actually is one of the main sources of honest news right now. So it's no coincidence that I'm reporting on it. And I think it is still valid. Now onto the Jordan B. Peterson podcast. So I was expecting a nice beginning middle and an end and i was expecting some kind of moral and political bomb from jordan b peterson but nah we didn't get any of that now the podcast started this is my review of the podcast my reaction to it my, my opinion my review it started really abruptly i like the joe rogan episodes where joe is all understating and says hey man how you doing so you know it's right from the beginning you know it's kind of not edited but this started in full flow so The pacing of it was very weird right from the beginning and Jordan B. Peterson wasted no time getting into the heavy existential stuff. You know when Jordan's very brooding and dark and he talks about death and destruction straight in there off the bat talking about this shit. Very, very random. And Rogan gave Jordan a really hard time. He did not give him an easy ride. He questioned him every step of the way. He disagreed with him all the time. I do wonder if the criticism of Joe Rogan recently was weighing on Joe's mind. He probably felt he didn't want to make any headlines or be associated with any information that might come back to hurt his brand. So maybe he was extra vigilant on this show. Now, I guess the reason Joe got pissed was because Jordan B. Peterson went in on climate change. And Joe is, he's a leftist. Well, he's not a leftist. He's a liberal, but he says he's politically homeless. But he's definitely really concerned about climate change. And climate change, it didn't used to be a kind of uh, main piece of the leftist philosophy. Leftist philosophy has always been welfare, abortion, and uh, what's the other welfare abortion what's the other one and intersectional politics but recently they're trying to squish climate change into the mix and the point is if that's an ideological talking point one of the main ideological talking points of your philosophy and your political philosophy when people attack that you get pissed off and people on the left do really care about climate change generally and i think that's probably the reason this 
podcast got off to a bad start. So Jordan B. Peterson went in hard on climate change and leftists are going nuts on Twitter. Because I, I went onto Twitter. They're losing their shit in the Jordan B. Peterson trending section. And the comments people are making about it, I could tell they didn't even watch the whole podcast. They watched maybe five minutes of it or listened to what their mate said and just got angry because he's attacking their tribe but I, I kind of agreed with a lot of things Jordan said Jordan said your yeah, climate change is too broad a term you can't even model for that he said climate change is everything it's co2 it's gas it's fucking exhaust it's garbage it's 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 fucking everything and you basically can't model for that and Joe Reagan didn't really like that at all and you could tell because in the beginning, Rogan was saying things like, that doesn't make sense to Jordan B. Peterson. And he even said to Jordan, you were ranting. Can you clarify? I mean, it's kind of awesome to see him not give Jordan an easy ride. So whether you side with Rogan or Jordan, and even if it's kind of lacking in entertainment, it was still kind of cool to see Joe Rogan speak truth to power for want of a better expression and and not just have a love fest with Jordan B. Peterson. So that was kind of cool in a weird sort of way. And at this point, it was almost as if Peterson was doing a parody of himself. Rogan could have asked Jordan B. Peterson about his favorite yogurt. And then Jordan B. Peterson would say something like, oh, Exodus, Exodus 3-1, the burning bush in a psycho-metaphysical way. He, he would have just reverted to type a parody of himself at any given opportunity. There was so much of that. So Jordan B. Peterson started talking about yoga and he went off into this insane existential monologue. What the fuck? It, I don't, can't even remember. It was about a tree and all the segments of the tree. And <laughs> it, it was just, it was just, it was like a parody of himself. You could have gone like, hi, Jordan. How are you? Good morning. Oh, that reminds me of Matthew 16, 12. Da, 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 da. Jordan, like, I just said good morning, mate. It kind of came across a little bit like a, a Saturday Night Live skit of Jordan B. Peterson with Alec Baldwin pretending to be him when he's not, you know, getting trialed for man's daughter. And then the, the podcast got off to another bad start when Peterson claimed that 7 million kids die every year from pollution inside the home. And, Jordan, and Rogan said, what, are you sure about that? And he said, Jamie, pull that up. And he fact-checked him live on a podcast, and it was wrong. So that was a lifetime amount of kids who get sick, not die from pollution indoors. And the figure was still really high, something like 600,000 a year die or get sick or something. But Jordan was way off. And so from there on in, Jordan kind of looked bad. And that made me question everything Jordan said after that. But good on Rogan. Good on Rogan for just questioning the guests, even though you might affiliate them together in political ideology. He treated Jordan B. Peterson like he would have treated anyone else had he been skeptical about their claims. So good on Rogan for that. But as I said, that made me question all of what Jordan B. Peterson said. So kind of a weird start to the podcast, right? As I said, hoping for a nice intro. Hey, Jordan, what's up? We'll build it from there. How are you with the benzos? How did you recover? And then get onto the fucking Arona K. Lyris and talk about that and, and then go all 
wherever you want, but it, it just it started off in the worst possible way. I wanted that critique on Arona K and Ockdown Lays and wokeness and all that shit where we are today but instead Jordan laid on the mad heavy shit seriously and Jordan had this kind of fake persona when he wanted to bring it out where he goes oh you know it's kind of like this and da, 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 da. and then he had this fake smile and he would just throw it away like a mask uh, at any point he just snapped out of that persona and it, it, ca- it came across as a little bit fake and look I don't want to come across like some gossip magazine. Jordan said this and Jordan said that and he did that. Like, I get it. You know, I get it. He's a human being just like anyone else and he had a rough time and I'm not here to slate him or gossip about him. I love Jordan. I've got his fucking book and he's massively influenced me and he still influences me. And even in this podcast, even though I didn't enjoy it that much and 75% of it, the first three quarters weren't that enjoyable. The rhythm was all off and whatnot. I still got a lot from it. And because I love the guy, I i mean, he's not going to fucking watch this. So it's not like I'll fucking hurt his feelings or anything. But I just want to give you my honest opinion about what I saw because it was surprising. Someone I look up to so much, someone who I thought was going to drop a bomb in the culture war really fell short. And I just want to get that off my chest. But I've got nothing against him. And I do love, I love both of them. I love both of them. So there were still a few gems in the interview, but Jordan B. Peterson, I feel like he's getting sucked into the culture world too much. I could say that about myself. That has definitely kind of pulled me away from my main artistic endeavors, which is music production, DJing and rapping. And maybe Jordan is falling into the same trap. He's so involved in the culture world now. At various points in the interview, he just called out the left and the left do this and the left do that. And I do it as well, but I try not to. I'm not of the left or the right. I'm an anomaly. But I did say at the beginning of this year on the first Johnny Massacre show of this year that I try not to be so tribal. And I feel Jordan has fallen into a trap that I'm guilty of falling into sometimes where he's just seeing politics everywhere. And he kind of came across like someone who's been on Twitter way too much which isn't such a radical claim if you have been following him on Twitter recently. So at this point, Rogan and Peterson are kind of interrupting each other all the time. And Peterson is talking incessantly and kept on interrupting Rogan. It's very unlike Jordan Peterson. The guy's a clinical psychiatrist. He knows just to let people speak. They often do most of the work and he just has to guide them. So for someone of that kind of history and profession to keep butting in on Rogan, something was not right here. Something's not right. And we know the guy's been sick recently, so maybe that plays a part in it and he's still getting his life together. We don't know what's going on inside his mind, but it's very uncharacteristic from Mr. Peterson. And Jordan often sighing when Rogan cut him off. I could hear the frustration in Jordan's voice. And Jordan B. Peterson was wearing some suit with a bow tie and the whole thing just felt weird. The pacing was off, the rhythm was off, the chemistry was off, Jordan was just off and it was all capped by this weird kind of James Bond tuxedo thing. (laughs) It it was such a bizarre podcast. I do wonder if Jordan was feeling a bit self-conscious with that bow tie. Maybe that's what threw him off is his crazy suit. The energy was just clashing. Rogan was quite chilled, but felt a bit overly serious. And he looked maybe a little bit tired. And Peterson was almost hypermanic. He just couldn't stop him. And he kept going off on tangent 
after tangent after tangent after tangent and all these kind of crazy overly deep philosophical existential things midway through the podcast it got a little bit tetchy it really did they were talking about tyrants and Jordan B. Peterson said tyrants never win and Joe Rogan goes uh really never and Peterson goes never it's speaking in categoricals and Rogan just said that's just not true and Rogan said, are you saying tyrants always lose? And then Peterson, there was quite a few cringe moments in this. He said, well, that depends what you mean by always. What? Jordan e. Peterson has railed against postmodernism since the start of his career. That's what he built his career off on just ripping out of these postmodernists, these nihilists who say nothing has any meaning. What do you even mean by this word? And he said, without any proper definition of words, it's like an endless kind of hell where nothing has any meaning. And then he's going against his own philosophy by saying it depends what you mean by always. It looks like Jordan's in a really strange mental place right now, questioning everything and his mind is, <laughs> is overactive. And then Jordan tried to convince Joe Rogan that tyrants always lose by talking about chimps, good strategy with Rogan. And he went off, he did this repeatedly, going off in this huge kind of, this insane kind of story to just say something quite simple. So he's, Rogan was talking about how chimps, there's an alpha chimp and he's going along and then these beta chimps. And then one day, two of the other shrimps come along and like rip the alpha a chimp I was going to say shrimp chimp to shreds and that's what will happen if you're a tyrant that was his argument for tyrants always lose and Rogan says it doesn't always happen and Jordan e. Peterson said yes it does so it was kind of like yes it does no it doesn't yes it does can you believe Joe Rogan and Jordan e. Peterson were doing that to each other you would never have expected that and that really is kind of a f a f a, f a a win really for the intellectual dark web or the right so to speak or the kind of non-leftists because they always say these people always say the same shit and they're just they're ideologues but really we had two of these supposed ideologues completely disagreeing and that just goes to show that they're both intellectually honest regardless of whether you agree with them or not so i think it actually in the end they still came off good because they were just real and were themselves even if they didn't agree and you have to respect that they stuck to their guns kind of like two sisters bickering at christmas reminds me of my mum and her sister bickering at christmas and they're still talking about do tyrants always lose or win and joe Rogan says genghis khan he he won and then jordan b peterson went to the bible and i was thinking what it's like a parody he goes the pharaoh god and abraham and he talks about the burning bush he actually talks about the burning bush Do you remember earlier when i did a a parody of Peterson and I talks about a burning bush. I wrote that before this part in the podcast where he actually talks about the burning bush, almost like a parody of himself going off on all these tangents. Then Rogan suddenly said, all civilizations collapse. And Jordan says, no, I don't think so. And then Rogan immediately comes back with, well, which ones are still around? So Rogan is just trying to, is, is trying to not take down Peterson, but really, really combative. Then Jordan B. Peterson started talking about religion, how you can trace religious revelation back 25,000 years. And Rogan, you could tell he wanted to be respectful, but you could see Peterson lost Rogan when he started breaking out the religious stuff. Um, I'm very spiritual myself, wear a cross in my ear. I don't believe in anything written by man, but I'm kind of spiritual in my own way. And I love Christian culture, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I believe in a Christian God or anything like that. So, but, but I can see where Rogan's being respectful because in the same way, I'm re very respectful to those kind of people because I admire them and their faith. 
And then Jordan Peterson going off on tangent after tangent. He started talking about Jack and the Beanstalk. Then what would you talk about if you're doing a parody of Jordan Peterson? Dragon gold. So he literally started talking about dragons and gold. And it's almost like Jordan Peterson had his tea spikes with DMT by Joe Rogan. And he's just quivering in a corner, imagining this whole podcast going, dragons and gold, you got to get the gold. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a bit of a mess up to this point. And then Rogan said, don't you think that's an excuse? And Jordan Peterson said, no, it's not. And then Jordan Peterson started philosophizing about Twitter trolls. And then he said, this is what the lefties always weaponize all the time, dropping the left into conversation. Again, he's seeing everything through the prism of politics because he's so deeply involved in the culture war now. And I think it's sucking out his energy, much like it's done to me. Better start making music again. Jordan, get back to your clinic. So I was cringing a lot at this point especially when Jordan was talking over Joe Rogan but Joe Rogan kind of talked over him as well their rhythm was completely off you know when someone makes a joke and you're not really enjoying the conversation and you feel a little bit resentful for something they said and you know the joke's coming and you know you're going to have to pretend to at least find it amusing or it's going to be really rude there was a few moments like that Uh, god it it was it was pretty cringy there's a moment where Jordan B. Peterson was talking about being accused of sexual harassment because some psycho woman saw him touching his wedding ring. And then Rogan said, I've been touching my wedding ring. And then Jordan said something. They tried to do a joke and they both tried to do a joke about some sexual stuff. And it was just it was just ultra cringe because it wasn't flowing and natural in the moment. The atmosphere was all off. The rhythm was all off. They were really clashing. But it's still cool to see this. It's still cool to see this. Yeah, there's nothing malicious about it. It still was way better than these kind of mainstream media interviews where it's a hit piece and they try to destroy someone with an ulterior motive. There was none of that at all. So still very refreshing. And mainstream media would be reshot or re-edited, but this is raw. And again, it proves further how honest these two are and why they're so respected. They don't suck each other's dicks. So it's real life you're seeing here. And compare this to CNN where it's just an echo chamber. It's actually quite awesome. You know, you sometimes want to see two people you admire actually go against each other because you're actually going to learn something. So, mm. the best part was towards the end where they started talking about what it's like being in public as those two celebrities. And Rogan commented on his own celebrity life, and I've never heard about this. It's quite interesting. Jordan B. Peterson asked Rogan what it's like just when he goes out in public. And Rogan, what do you think Rogan said? He said, it's fucking nuts. He gets mobbed. (laughs) So I can imagine like four foot ten Joe Rogan getting mobbed by by a crowd of, of all these kind of men who are way taller than him. And it's cool to get a window into a world we never get to see. This podcast was four hours long. And... When I saw it as four hours, I thought, wow, this is going to be an epic. And at the end, I kind of felt like it was four hours out of courtesy to Peterson, where Rogan kind of wanted to help him find his groove. In the last hour, he found his groove a little bit more. Jordan B. Peterson reminded me a little bit of Kanye West by going on tangents of tangents of tangents, except unlike Kanye West, he actually remembers every single tangent. His memory is incredible and his brain is incredible, but it just seemed like he was a bit manic and out of it and he's got some shit going on in his life. I don't know what is up with him. Jordan went from topics like 
Nazi Germany to chickens and crickets and all the way back again in the space of like 10 minutes. Really, really long metaphors. He went on this huge metaphor about how you can't predict the future. So the chicken gets food from its master and it loves its master. And one day the chicken gets killed when he could just say you can't predict the future. So he did that a hell of a lot. And I'm just thinking, man, no, not another animal metaphor. So over on reddit the people were speculating about what was going on i'm going to show you some of the comments on reddit because they're quite interesting and it will give you a kind of general feel of what this podcast is like should we have a look at some of the comments on reddit some of these are quite brutal but i thought this would be cool to share so we got let's let's go to the first one we got Marcus Marcusassus, who says this man would be dangerously effective if he was on Adderall. His tangents have tangents. Then we've got Mountain Research, who says I was screaming at the screen when he whizzed off into a tangent about ants and grasshoppers instead of just explaining it. Iwaka says, I know, right? Fucking ants and grasshoppers. Breathe, JP, breathe. This is what I miss about the YouTube comments for the Joe Rogan show. They're always in real good spirit, or some of them are at least. Monkey in Space says, I feel like Joe was extremely combative in this episode. Oh, that was Nate. And then Jitendra says, he plays devil's advocate a lot, especially with the now post-treatment Jordan Peterson. It's a sensitive situation for all of the topical reasons involving these two. He's handling it cautiously. It's smart because he doesn't want anyone to get Jordan Peterson wrong. And at the same time, if Jordan Peterson is wrong in his opinion, he wants to make sure he's not aligned with what he knows will soon be a stupid clickbait headline title. Kobe Wanken Obi says, JP changed my life in 2018. I've pentupled my income, improved my relationship with my family and become a more agreeable person overall. By the way, Jordan Peterson says, don't become agreeable. Anyways, this guy says, I was so excited for this pod, but holy fuck, he's a completely different human being today. Stop the Rage says, his book really helped me a few years back when I was a pretty fucking lost person. It really gave me some kind of perspective I had never thought about in the past, but this podcast is really weird. If you listen to some of his other interviews recently, it doesn't sound like this one. Abbott says, unfortunately, I completely relate to this. His lectures and his book had a profound impact on me. I attribute a lot of my success in the last five years to Jordan. That being said, since his Benzo incident, he has been pretty unremarkable. I actually find the tangents he goes on to be a bit eye roll inducing and he takes very hard stances on political issues, which I don't always agree with. It makes me sad, to be honest. I still admire the guy immensely, but I feel he was dealt a bad hand in life and went off the rails a bit, which can happen to any of us. So look, this is getting a little bit fucking gossip magazine, isn't it? You know, I don't want to d- descend into that. We can all sit around and, and, and you know, oh, Jordan's doing this and Jordan said this and blah, 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 blah. It's not, that's really not what I want to do. I just love Jordan Peterson and I love Joe Rogan. And I was really surprised what I saw today. And, you know, rather than, I just want to talk to someone about it. And since you're the massacre mates, I thought, yeah, let's have a chat about it in the comments. Did you see the podcast? Am I overreacting a bit? Am I reacting a bit? Did you enjoy it? Do you think Jordan Peterson was off his game? Do you think Joe Rogan was being a little bit combative? Do you think this is a good thing in general, a net positive, that these two kind of inspirational leading minds actually kind of went at it and didn't go easy on each other? Or do you think they kind of came off both looking a bit worse? I would love to hear your opinions, as always, in the description box below. So... 
I think that's pretty much it for my review and reaction to the latest Jordan B. Peterson on Joe Rogan Experience. We can't get it right all the time, but I still have time for both of them. And I still got something from the podcast, even though it was a little bit disappointing for me. I am Johnny Masker. And if you're just joining us, we are discussing the recent Joe Rogan, Jordan B. Peterson podcast. But if you've been watching from the beginning, stop your grinning and drop your linen, donate some cash and let's keep winning. Streamlabs.com forward slash Johnny Masker. The more you donate, the more these videos you're going to get. Now we had a donation from someone who has an amazing name. Your name is Thanks for Breathing. That did make me chuckle and you tipped $5. So thank you very much. We've made $1,030, $30 over the target. I'm fucking blessed absolutely blessed as a bastard five days to go how much can we destroy boost this target into oblivion we've got rid of the horrible whiteness it is now full of green i was going to put one thousand five hundred dollars but i didn't want to push my luck too much every dollar you donate goes towards this show and the more you donate the more of me you're gonna get i think i'm gonna do an episode tomorrow on the Canadian truckers, you might have heard, they're making a blockade as a protest against the coronavirus and the insane government overreach responding to the coronavirus over in Canada. So sit tight for that, my Canadian friends. Any new massacre mates tuning in from around the world tonight, wherever you are, Australia, Europe, UK, America, I love you very much and I look forward to seeing you again soon. I have been Johnny Masker and I'll tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your house. Please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Laters.